the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Now in its 34th year, your host of Dr. Health Radio is David Snow, who is a health expert but not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their area of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a medical condition that requires treatment, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Do you realize you have seven holes in your head? That's right. Let's go through them. you got your left eye, your right eye, and of course your left ear and your right ear. And then there's your nose. you got your left nostril and right nostril. And finally, most important one to most of you, your pie hole, your mouth is number seven. So if someone tells you, you must have a hole in your head, you can just reply by saying, actually, I have seven, thank you. <laughs> and we're going to talk about three of those holes in today's show. How the health are you? Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the Radio Snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time here every Saturday to make your weekend strong and healthy, of course. And uh, we have lots of health information today for you. In fact, uh, today on the show, Nathan Jones, a health researcher on respiratory health. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He'll be talking about personal hygiene for the holidays. I'm talking about personal oral and nasal hygiene. Uh, you know, with the family get-togethers coming up soon, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of you are going to be sharing much more than just love and affection with your family members. Uh, can you say infection? We don't want to, you know, we want to spread affection, but we don't want anybody to spread infection. So we'll tell tell you, our listeners, um, whether you're visiting your family or, you know, just everyday waking life. I mean, uh, you're in contact with the world around you. Uh, lots of people, you know, coworkers and friends and um, people in stores, etc. So everybody needs to stay well, especially at this time of the year. And uh, with the uh, the advent of cold and flu season, it's the most important time of the year to pay attention to uh, nasal and oral hygiene. So we'll hear from Nathan Jones in just a few minutes. But first, some important news and um, and then some of our regular weekly features. All right. Uh, well, you have no doubt heard in the news this week about the passing of Hollywood star Suzanne Summers, who was also a health enthusiast and health author. Many books, uh, dozen, a couple dozen books. Um, I had the pleasure of knowing, well, not being a personal friend of hers, but uh, I met her on several occasions. So we uh, went to, uh, or I was at different health conferences and events that she was at. I first met her in 2006. And um, she, uh, as you know, 
She died just before, uh, one day before her 77th birthday. Now, most of you remember Suzanne from her hit TV show, um, The Three's Company. Of course, she had a lot of movie roles and uh, other things as well in, in Hollywood and performing on the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, but for eight seasons, five of which uh, she was on the Three's Company show, she played the iconic role as Chrissy Snow, which uh, uh, that's, that was one reason she always remembered me at whatever function I would attend. Uh, hey, Mr. Snow, how you doing? You know, because that was her character name uh, in the uh, nationally famous and actually probably world famous uh, Three's Company and uh, that iconic character of hers that she played. But anyway, the reason I'm mentioning her um, is not so much for the millions of people she entertained for her acting career, but rather the millions of people she also informed and inspired with her various books on health and medicine and wellness, uh, 25 of them actually, uh, from everything from cancer to hormone replacement therapy and anti-aging and others. Uh, but... Um, you know, she was just an icon in uh, not only entertainment, but also uh, in the field of uh, natural and preventative health and um, bioidentical hormones and some of the other controversial um, health practices that she um, engaged in. Uh, but, um, you know, I was going through some files this week and I came across a file I didn't, I forgot I had, and it was on her. And uh, I uh, had saved some of the notes that I've had. Uh, over the years, uh, attending her, you know, she was a keynote speaker at different conferences, anti-aging, and uh, I met her in Los Angeles a couple times, and then several times in Las Vegas at the uh, medical conferences there. And um, anyway, so uh, what I'm going to do, uh, the first, it'll be the first um, Saturday show in 2024, because I, I saw that I had too much information uh, to just uh, briefly cover it. So we're going to have our first show of 2024 uh, devoted partly to uh, the information that she disseminated over the years. And I have a lot of great, uh, just uh, a distillation of all the, you know, the bullet points and the, the high points of all her books uh, based on, you know, half a dozen or, or more lectures that I attended and uh, presentations and keynote speak, uh, speeches she gave. So um, that'll be uh, coming up the first uh, first show of the year in 2024. All right. Okay. Oh, and, and just to share with you a funny story, let's see. Uh, well, maybe we don't have time. I'll, I'll share with you um, that uh, story in, uh, in January um, uh, that, I, that I have about Suzanne. All right, um, some food history for you. Uh, now, raise your hand if you have never eaten ramen, <laughs> no, Japanese noodles. Uh, okay, I thought so. Nobody raised their hand. <laughs> I mean, everybody's had ramen, right? You know, it was a, it's a college student staple in the dorm rooms. Uh, but the yellow Japanese soup, consisting of those uh, yellow thin wheat noodles in, in a broth, uh, and the broth is usually made of uh, from fish or beef or vegetables, and uh, unfortunately it's a sodium bomb, those packets that you get in the ramen packages, but uh, typically flavored with soy sauce or miso and topped with a variety of ingredients. Well, the backgrounder of uh, ramen is that now many sources say it's a distinctly Japanese soup, but it's actually Chinese. It was brought to Japan by Chinese immigrants in the late 19th or early, uh, early 20th century. And by the 1910s, according to this report, uh, the soup originally known as Shina Soba, meaning Chinese noodles, or maybe it's China Soba, uh, was uh, hugely popular in Japan. And then after World War II, it became a global phenomenon as well. 
Uh, no, the first instant ramen noodle packages hit stores in Japan in 1958. Uh, so it's been around for quite a while, over half a century. And uh, the, that that was the year instant noodles were invented by Japanese inventor Momofuku Ando. And um, today the sales in, exceed 100 billion packets or packages worldwide. And uh, the thing is to beware of those packets that come with the ramen noodles uh, because they consist mostly of salt and sometimes MSG. So if you're going to eat ramen or any of the noodles or pasta uh, that are on the market for that matter, even if you make it from scratch, be sure to doctor it up, so to speak, with lots of vegetables because vegetables actually contain all the important fiber and potassium that the noodles don't, uh, whether it's Italian, you know, um, noodles like pastas and um, or the Oriental or Asian noodles, uh, you know, Thai, uh, the uh, Thai noodles, and I mean, there, you know, every culture has a starch or a, kind, of, kind of a noodle dish. All right, okay. For our Florida listeners, just a brief uh, announcement here. I mentioned it uh, more in length last week, but one week from today, make sure you're there. It's actually six days away. Uh, the last big event of the year is happening at Tampa's Health Headquarters, and I'm talking about Abby's Health and Nutrition. They're at 14374 North Dale Mabry in the Carrollwood suburb of Tampa, and that's their Fall Fest coming up next weekend with countless free samples. There are a lot of people doing demos, health screenings, and the lowest prices of the year, so don't miss out. That's all happening next Friday and Saturday, October 27th and 28th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Abby's Health and Nutrition here in Tampa, where we broadcast from. Uh, or you can go to abbeyshealthfood.com for more information. All right. In the diet department, is global warming contributing to obesity? Well, with winters getting warmer and people spending more time at their in their comfort zone, so to speak, at their comfortable temperatures, courtesy of HVAC, uh, uh, the uh, heating and air conditioning we all seem to have uh, year-round. Well, researchers at the University College London showed that reduced exposure to cold days reduced the need for thermogenesis. Your body produces it when your body generates heat, which burns more calories, keeps your body warm. Well, that is courtesy of the brown fat in your body, and that's what does this. And the more you're exposed to cold, the more brown fat your body produces. So uh, with global temperatures on the rise... Researchers say that, uh, what do you know? You're decreasing your capacity for thermogenesis because, you know, you're not cold as often. So go to, go take a cold shower, will you? <laughs> All right. Uh, shocking new study about air pollution. You know, 96% of the population now unsafe, according to research. Breathing dirty air is harder on our life expectancies, according to them, uh, this new study than alcohol use or drinking unsafe water, this uh, new report from the University of Chicago's Air Quality Life Index. Uh, they even go as far to say that it's a health risk that may be equivalent to smoking. Now, here in the U.S., air quality has improved significantly. I remember back in the 70s, uh, before the Clean Air Act, uh, if, if you're old enough to remember back, well, I, I actually uh, spent some time in Southern California uh, before uh, moving to Hawaii, and um, and that's where I was raised. But um, but I do remember, and, and then, of course, visiting California uh, way back then, uh, I remember the, the smog was just um, prolific, and, and uh, it's, there's still a lot of room for improvement, of course, but uh, it's nowhere near as bad as it was 
50, 60 years ago. Uh, and the problem is the very fine particulate matter in air pollution. Now, now, the worst area in the world for polluted air, guess what it is? South, or where it is? Southeast Asia, one of the worst. And, of course, China and then India and Africa, uh, many nations in Africa, in fact, uh, either because they're industrialized or because they're not. You know, they're, it's either modern sources of pollution or very rural sources, such as, um, you know, they still use wood stoves or cook with, uh, with fire and um, uh, burn their waste, uh, things like that, and other practices that contribute to air pollution. So uh, just something to be aware of. Okay, let's go to the fitness file. All right, let's start for, uh, with our fitness tip of the week for your fall and winter workouts. With the days getting shorter and sunlight being less intense, uh, this uh, comes from, let's see, where is this study from? Oh, well, I'll get to it. Um, low exposure to sunlight, they say, can impair cognitive performance and impede serotonin regulation. That's your uh, feel-good hormone. So you want to train outside when the weather is cool or warm. Even if uh, if it's cloudy, you know, on a cloudy day, you're still getting a much higher light output, the so-called lux levels. That's how they measure the light intensity uh, you'll get a, a much better dose of it, so to speak, uh, outside. If you go outdoors, even if it's you know gloomy and cloudy and gray, uh, so work out. Uh, no work ins. <laughs> work out uh, as an outside, unless the weather outside is frightful. Uh, then um, of course uh, it's better to work out inside than not work out at all. And then uh, here's another article on children's physical activity declined big time during the pandemic. This was a review and meta-analysis uh, published in the Journal of American Medical Association's Pediatrics. Uh, they found, the researchers found that children's physical activity has been greatly reduced uh, courtesy of the, uh, or because of the COVID-19 pandemic. They looked at 22 studies involving over 14,000 participants, uh, ranging in three, 13 to 18 years old is the, was the age range, and they found that the total Daily physical activity of these children decreased by 20%, and the reduction is uh, was larger for higher intensity physical activity, which is even more important or more beneficial than the uh, you know uh, mild physical activity. But it was largely due to social distancing policies as well as uh, school closures, of course, and under lockdown, children had no longer the uh, same access to regular physical activities well as recreational facilities or outdoor recess. And, uh, and of course, what did they do? They increased their sedentary screen time, uh, which disrupted their habits. And that um, it, it affected not only their health, but also their psychological functioning and mental lower. Get kids out there and get them to be more active. All right, finally, T-Bone Pharmacy. You know, I, I just don't mind getting older, but my body is taking it badly. <laughs> yes, indeed. And um, here's one. I like this one. Now, I, I got to tell you first, I am an uncle, but I'm not big enough to or buff to be a hunkle. What's a hunkle? Well, <coughs> excuse me, that's like a normal uncle, but way better looking and buffed. <laughs> Although I am a punk. That's a professional uncle, no kids. Okay, let's uh, see what crabby cartoon character Maxine says about doctors. She says, my doctor found a new way to check my reflexes. He handed me his bill. <laughs> that'll that'll do it. Um, and uh, other things that uh, comments Maxine made. 
Think girls can't play contact sports? Try catching a wedding bouquet. Uh, They're scrambling for that. And she says, with my luck, if the world was my oyster, I'd be allergic to seafood. And uh, I like this one. When I'm stressed out, nothing helps like a long, hot bath. Actually, that's good advice, right? Unfortunately, they frown on that at work. (laughs) Yeah, I think you want to wait till you get home, Uh, Maxine. And finally, my favorite, uh, that uh, according to Maxine, he says, I saw something weird at the beach, a person without a tattoo. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, statistically over, I think it's 25% of people now have tattoos. I just can't believe it. I would never have a tattoo on myself. But, you know, for a lot of people out there, it's, uh, I mean, you go to any small town USA, there's always a tattoo parlor, right? And uh, Okay, that's it for the Funny Bone Pharmacy. When we come back, we'll have Nathan Jones, respiratory health expert, talking about your respiratory health for the winter season and beyond here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. I'm David Snow. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Since 70% of your immune system is in your guts, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria and their patent protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. the next generation of health information here on your health information station when you're listening to us on Saturdays the healthiest hour on radio David Snow with you thanks for staying with us and uh, making us a part of your weekend from medication to meditation from cancer to cataracts if it has to do with your health you'll hear it here on Dr. Health and today in the show Nathan Jones is my guest. He's a respiratory health researcher, has been for over 20 years. His father's a doctor, and uh, he has researched the avenue or the uh, specialty of oral health. And uh, we'd like to welcome him back to the show, talking about personal hygiene for the holidays and every day of the year, for that matter. Nathan Jones, good morning. How the health are you? Good morning. I am doing good. I mean, my health has been pretty solid for the last 20-some-odd years. I mean, I had a little... but. 
my health is great. Thank well, you. Well, that's good. And I know you have a big family, and uh, with all the family get-togethers coming up for the holidays, coming up soon, unfortunately, besides sharing love and affection with family members, a lot of uh, people sometimes share viruses and bacteria and other things that cause respiratory infections, uh, unintended affection of or infection from affection, if you will. Uh, but it's not only family members. It's also those that you get close to, whether it's at work or you know, in public or shopping or wherever, uh, you know, even just the world around us uh, in general. So let's talk about the importance of hygiene at this time of the year, specifically oral and nasal hygiene, which you've covered or uh, researched extensively. What could be simpler than preventive hygiene, I think? Um, nothing, actually. Nothing. Um, no, hygiene is, it's incredibly simple. I mean, it's so let me put that into perspective because you really have there, – there's four things. Like everybody always wants to talk about pharmaceuticals and drugs and vitamins and things that we take internally um, as being the way to be healthy. But the, the, the four pillars of public health, of a, of a healthy society, really include sanitation, public sanitation, you know, your trash getting taken away and burned or cleaned up or something, sure. your sewage taken away, clean water brought to your house. All of those things are incredibly important. And those things have done more to improve the health of Americans, other people in the world, than all the pharmaceuticals combined. And so I find it very crazy that we put such a focus on pharmaceuticals. The other pillar of public health is, is going to be obviously oral and nasal hygiene. You know, personal personal sanitation, but it's keeping your gateway, uh, your mouth and your nose clean um, and making sure that we don't allow pathogens to enter. And we talk about oral hygiene a fair amount, but no one ever really talks about nasal hygiene. And our nose, we're constantly breathing through our nose. We're not constantly eating. We're not constantly, you know, putting stuff in our mouth. Well, we shouldn't be anyways. Um, being in America, we kind of are in the habit of grazing all day. Um, but the other, the other thing that comes in there is exercise and nutrition. Those are the four pillars of good public health. Pharmaceuticals aren't involved in that, but pharmaceuticals is really what all of our public health agencies are talking about, and they're not talking about the things that actually keep us healthy. And that's why our, our, you know, the health of our country is going downhill. And all of these things during the holidays, over the next couple of months, if we keep those things in mind, we'll be healthy. Now, you mentioned uh, nose breathing, which everybody should do. I mean, uh, I remember a dentist told me, you know, noses are for breathing, mouths are for eating. But a lot of people are mouth breathers. So is there more of a problem with those individuals that have that issue uh, because of whatever uh, health oh. concern or condition they have? Tell us about well, that. don't get me don't get me started on the mouth breathers. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm. <laughs> we only have no, half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that I mean that's the thing. But there's so many things about mouth breathing. You know, I, if someone's a mouth breather, you should do what you can to, to retrain yourself to breathe through your nose. And there's a lot of things that you can do because that dentist is right. When you breathe through your nose, as opposed to your mouth, the air gets cleaned better. It gets hydrated better people get into the habit of breathing through their mouth 
because they get congested yeah, right. or they have allergies or something. And rather than going and cleaning out their airways so that they can breathe correctly, they just start breathing through their mouth and it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah, isn't it or, like an... You know, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, no, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, isn't it like an automobile? Uh, you take off the um, uh, take out the air filter out of the engine and that's what you're doing. And, and so the engine's going to be in, inhaling, if you will, all the impurities from the air and uh, it's not going to last as long or run as well. Absolutely. And not, and it's not just that. But as you're breathing air in through your mouth, it doesn't get warmed. It doesn't get right. Warmed. It doesn't get, and this is something that, that we understand, it doesn't get the nitric oxide ah, yes. that you need. Okay? There are mm. studies that have been done showing that if you breathe through your mouth, you have better nitric oxide production. And there are studies that show that if you use a xylitol nasal spray, your sinuses and your airway, they actually, it actually makes more nitric oxide than if you don't. Mm. Wow. And uh, I know that you have pioneered and, and your father actually invented and patented some of the products using xylitol for oral health. Uh, my favorite is the moisturizing uh, mouth spray, uh, which is uh, one of the products from the Clear company, uh, X-L-E-A-R, which uh, uh, you are a part of. Uh, tell us about that and how people can use it during this time of the year to moisturize their mouth, whether they're a mouth breather or not. Well, I, if, I'm, if they're a mouth breather, I want them to moisturize their nose more so that they can breathe through their nose All right. and put tape over their mouth. But, but you do want to practice good oral hygiene also. And the big body of science behind the xylitol, that sugar that you mentioned, was actually done looking at how it prevents tooth decay. And one of the things that it also helps and these are things that they, that they noticed while they were doing the research looking at how it prevented tooth decay, is one, it helps re- just chewing gum with xylitol helps reduce respiratory infections by over 40%. Wow. Is, it's ridiculous. That it, it is absolutely deplorable, ridiculous, that our public health agencies aren't handing out xylitol chewing gum to kids in school because they've shown over and over in multiple studies that giving these kids chewing gum reduces tooth decay to practically zero and reduces respiratory infections by 40%. Well, that is uh, the other chewing th- gum with xylitol. Not, uh, we want to correct that. Or, I mean, just uh, add that it has to have xylitol. It's not any oh, regular oh, chewing Oh, yeah, gum. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it needs to be the xylitol chewing gum because the xylitol is what's causing that action against the bacteria that create acid. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but the other thing they found out is that people also had less oral issues such as dry mouth. Because the xylitol is hydrophilic. It actually pulls it toward you. So, yeah, we have a dry mouth spray that you can use. Um, you know, that you just, if you have dry mouth, you just spray it in your mouth. It allows you to keep talking. It allows you to not get that nasty dry mouth breath, I guess. Um, but, it, but it does help keep you healthy. And there's a whole variety of products that can do that. And, you know, I hope that you use our products, the spray products. But whatever you do, find products that have xylitol. Right. I mean, there's other brands out there, and of course they're not as good as ours. I mean, come on. But there <laughs> well, are other brands, sure. and I just implore you to find one of them that you can find and, and use and use it because it's better than whatever the alternative is. Well, and, and yours is 100% xylitol. A lot of the products you see in mass market are you know 10% or they have sorbitol and other artificial sweeteners and, and ingredients uh, that uh, are not the pure formula that you have in the Spry brand of uh, dental care products or oral care products. Uh, Nate, we need to uh, take a break for a bottom-of-the-hour station ID or um, a little 
message. And then when we come back, I have many more questions for you, not only about xylitol, but about immune systems, how COVID uh, is uh, related to poor oral health, uh, your susceptibility to it, as well as other viruses that you might contract. And, uh, and also how some of these products can be ideal stocking stuffers. You know, I know that people are starting to think of uh, Christmas gifts, but we'll tell you, uh, give you some ideas there. And then you um, came across where you sent me an article, which I remember in the news very recently about the phenylephrine uh, decongestant in the news. The FDA says is uh, virtually worthless. Let's talk about that, the uh, pseudoephedrine replacement. Uh, that some people are using as a decongestant when they should be using other sources or other uh, ingredients. Back after this with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health. So don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Do you sometimes suffer from gas, bloating, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, or irritable bowel syndrome? You need to know about the friendly foursome. Master Supplements, the leaders in safe and effective intestinal health products, offer four supplements that may reinvent your intestinal tract. First, there's Theralac, America's fastest-acting medical-strength probiotic. Find out why Theralac's regular customers become, well, regular customers. Just go to theralac.com for more information. Then there's True Fiber, clinically proven to improve regularity as well as lowering cholesterol. True Fiber is also uniquely formulated to stimulate probiotics. Third in the friendly foursome is Enzalase. 
the strongest enzyme available. With high potencies of 12 different digestive enzymes, Enzalase makes short work of fatty meals and dairy products, as well as normally gas-producing foods such as beans. Finally, there's True Flora, the fastest-acting bio-cleansing probiotic. True Flora is so potent, the recommended dose is only two per week. This is the premier traveler's supplement. Don't go on a trip without taking True Flora. See the friendly foursome of master supplement products at your favorite natural food store. Theralac, True Fiber, Enzalase, and True Flora for the best intestinal health of your life. Snow, 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 snow. That would be me. It is David Snow on your radio, keeping you cool and healthy and here to keep us um, healthy in our oral area is Nathan Jones. Thank you very much, Maestro. Okay, uh, we're talking, if you're just joining us with Nathan Jones, talking about respiratory health for the winter and, uh, well, every day of the year for that matter, but especially at this time of the year when it's cold and flu season and there's... um, Not only fungus among us, but all kinds of bacteria and pathogenic organisms that might uh, give you something that you don't want uh, in the way of uh, contractible illness. Uh, Let's talk about one thing that was in the news recently, Nathan, and that was the uh, phenylephrine decongestant that the FDA advisory panel said, well, they basically are they're taking it off because they say it's not effective anymore. Tell us about that. um, That uh, that's huge news in respiratory health. Well, it is huge news. The biggest thing, though, is that the FDA came out and said, yeah, it doesn't work. Doctors have known that it doesn't work for 10 years. I mean, there have been articles written about it not working for at least 10 years. And we should, mention, I, we should mention it's for cold and allergies, right? It's a medication that's available over the counter. Yeah, it's, a, it's an antihistamine. No, it's a decongestant. Sorry. Yes, right. It's a decongestant, an oral decongestant. Um, but... The thing is, is that all of these these nasal decongestants or the oral decongestants or the antihistamines and all this, um, when you take them in a pill, they're just you're using way too much, and they're not they don't get to the target area that easily. It's just that the drug companies have known and that pe- we people are more willing to take a pill to solve our problems than we are to actually, you know do something preventative. But don't and we so follow the money? Uh, sorry for, to interrupt. Uh, inter- Absolutely. That's, but, that's exactly yeah. where I was going. With yeah, $1.8 billion in sales last year of these decongestants containing phenylephrine, which, by the way, was a replacement for uh, pseudoephedrine because of the uh, danger of people possibly using the raw materials to make uh, methamphetamine, right? Yeah. Back, back 20 years but, ago. Yeah, but see, so all of these things, what these are all doing, all of these antihistamines and decongestants and steroids, and I, and I think I've said this before, but we have to, this, this gives us the perfect opportunity to sit back and say, why are we taking these things that don't work? Why are, why are the pharmaceutical companies trying to give us something and we're willing to try it and buy it for 10 years, even though it doesn't work, when, when uh, there's easy solutions and You know, people, we need to start talking about nasal hygiene, washing our nose, because all of these things that I just mentioned, the the steroids, the antihistamines, the decongestants, what those are designed to do is to shut down your immune response in your airway. 
That's not a good thing. That's in, not good. It's a horrible thing. Yeah. It's a horrible thing. If you're breathing in, let's say you're breathing in a virus and you get congested. Okay. What do you do? You go down and you take an antihistamine or an nasal steroid or, or you know, fluticasone or, or any of these things. And what does that do? Does that wash that virus out of your nose? No. It just stops your immune system from making mucus, which is there to trap that virus and wash it out. Mm -hmm. What we should be doing is using a nasal spray that's designed to work with your immune system that's going to block viral adhesion, bacterial adhesion, that's going to facilitate the cleansing cycles of the nasal mucosa so it washes it out faster. And that's really what our clear nasal spray does. That's what it was designed to do. Okay, so the nasal spray is the uh, core, or that's the pinnacle, or the the king of all the products in a respiratory health kit, if you will. And then uh, after that would be the uh, with the mouthwash and the toothpaste and all the other things that contain xylitol. Well, I don't know that I would put one above the other because they're all, I mean, equally important. I don't want you to ignore your mouth, sure, and wash your nose, and I don't want you to. (laughs) Ignore your nose and just wash your mouth. I mean, if you're you're brushing your teeth and using mouthwash, you're getting half the job done. Mm-hmm. And if you're washing your nose, you're getting half the job done. You need to, you know, do the whole job. Yeah. It's like saying, well, I'm going to wash myself from the waist up. Waist down, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to have stinky feet and whatnot. But, hey, the top half is going to smell good. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's how I opened uh, the monologue is the seven – holes in your head, uh, you know, your two eyes, your two ears, your two nostrils, and then your pie hole or your mouth. Uh, so we're talking about three of the seven holes today uh, in, uh, yes. as far as uh, respiratory health goes. Now, well, and, and so let me, let me clarify that, is that in your ears, you should not have a hole because your eardrum covers that and blocks it. Oh, okay. Okay, so you shouldn't because it's still it should be sealed up unless you have a ruptured eardrum or tubes put in your ears or something like that. It should be sealed up. Well, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna just gonna say it's or orifices, if you will, you know, the openings. But, but when your eyes, when you breathe, when you not breathe, when you actually get something caught in your eye mm-hmm. and you wash it out, where does it go? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you goes into your nose. You feel it. Yeah, your lacrimal duct. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why when you cry, you, you know, when you cry and have tears, your nose runs. Okay, now it's because it all drains into your nose. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've experienced that myself, and I'm sure everybody has uh, if they think about it. Now, let's you know, I was thinking of this last night, and we're coming up to the time of the year of. Uh, you know, Christmas characters like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, but also, and then I was thinking of Pinocchio, uh, you know, the, the more he lies, the more his nose grows. But uh, on a serious note, as far as the size of a person's nose, does that have an effect on uh, the likelihood or the susceptibility that they're going to catch a, some kind of respiratory infection? Or uh, does it give them more, uh, you know, protection because it has there's more cilia or more tissue that uh, can prevent, uh, you know, unintended uh, things from entering the body? I mean, does the size of a person's nose have any effect on, on respiratory health? You know, I have never, ever, Been ever asked that. thought of that, and I've never, ever even had someone ask that question before. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't mean to stump you, but let, let's uh, find that out, uh, both of us. Well, well, I'm sitting here. Well, I'm trying to think it through. And, and 
let me let's do that together because yeah. if when you breathe in, the bigger the airway is, the the, the I would think that the I'm, I'm just thinking that the less it's going to clean the air. And the reason why is because when you breathe in, you have the valve at the top of your nares, uh-huh. um, you know, the one where when they put those little things over their nose oh yeah, and it opens it up, um, you know, the little strips. That's right. Um, but when they open that up, that's actually trying to counteract the valve up there. And that's actually really not a good thing to use. Oh, really? Also. Huh? Well, let me, let me explain this because what that valve does is it restricts the air that's going in. And this is, it's hard to believe this. But I've read a couple papers saying this, and I don't know that I believe it because it's that hard to believe. But they say that using that valve, you're actually for, for for almost a half an inch, three quarters of an inch, you have wind blowing when you breathe in about sixty miles an hour. That's right. Mm. Okay, that's that's pretty quick. But it hits the turbulence, the 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 turbinates in there, and that tur the turbinates cause the air to spin, and that little cyclone action. Or circular action uh-huh. causes all of the the irritants and the pollutants and the bacteria and everything in that almost centripetally force it into being thrown into the mucus. Oh, I see. Okay, and that's part of how it it cleans it. And if you take that speed away, the air doesn't get up to that speed where it, where it actually the turbinates affect it. Wow, interesting, huh? And and speaking of speed, I was just reading last night, and I, I think we've covered this in a previous show that. Uh, you know, between coughs and sneezes, coughs uh, are no match for a sneeze. A sneeze, uh, it's about 100 miles an hour that your air comes out of your, your mouth, uh, whereas a, a cough is about 60 miles an hour, so a, a distant second. So uh, just for yeah. people's uh, trivial knowledge there. Hey, uh, Nate, we need to take one last break of the hour. And when we come back, I have many more questions for you on respiratory health. We'll get into the immune systems, uh, especially um, those that may uh, be more prone to viruses because of poor oral health, uh, whether it's COVID or RSV or cold viruses, flu, pneumonia, bacterial infections, etc. And then we'll talk about um, the different age groups that are most affected, kids, elderly, immune-compromised individuals, etc. Back after this, but first, a question of health. What age group is only half as likely to catch a cold as teenagers? Is it A- The pre-adolescents, those between 4 and 12 years old, B, the 30 to 49 age group, or C, people over 50. The answer when we return from this brief break. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Spry Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry Gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. 
and make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. When choosing a food supplement, what's most important to you? If you said safe, effective, contaminant-free, and non-GMO, 100% of the population agrees with you. So out of the thousands of brands out there, which one do you choose? Natural Factors is the healthiest choice. For over 60 years, family-owned Natural Factors has been committed to the quality of their products, excellence in science and education, and caring for people and planet. And with over 900,000 square feet of manufacturing, Natural Factors is big enough to do it right. They are also one of the only companies to do it all. With their own certified organic farms, over 2,000 acres, their own extraction, encapsulation, laboratory and research facilities, plus a vast network of academic and scientific experts. From farm to shelf, you can trust Natural Factors to bring you the best food supplements available anywhere. And they're available at your nearest natural food store or go to naturalfactors.com. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Radio Show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. David Snow on your radio. A reminder, our show does rebroadcast tonight, 12 hours from the time you're listening to it right now on the station you're listening to right now. Or you can go to the website after next Wednesday at drhealthradio.com. Just look for today's date and uh, we'll have the show up for you. The answer to the question of health. What age group is only half as likely to catch a cold as teenagers? The answer is people over 50. They're only half as likely to catch a cold as teenagers. Unfortunately, though, uh, they may be more likely to catch other viruses that are more serious than a cold virus, like flu, pneumonia, COVID strains, and other viruses as a result of an aging immune system. So let's uh, have that be the next question to Nathan Jones. Nathan, how can people uh, fortify their immune system with, uh, by preventing or uh, by improving their oral health? Well, I think that, uh, you know, what I mentioned earlier, that obviously exercise, even a little bit of exercise, is yep. going to help your overall health. No question. I think that eating the right stuff, mm-hmm. not eating sugar. Um, I mean, our dentists tell us, you know, we shouldn't be eating that much sugar, but they're not very adamant about it. I mean, my kids go to elementary schools, and the teachers are handing out candy to them on a daily basis. Even today? Really? In the schools? Oh, oh my gosh. Absolutely. And I've, I've gotten on my kids teachers case and my kids are like dad don't embarrass me, don't embarrass 
<laughs> you're going to cut off our, our, our uh, you know, our sugar fix for, the, our, for our all the students. Supply. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got studies showing. I mean, this is absurd. Is that they have studies going back to nineteen to the nineteen thirties showing that that cancer that that, that right. sucrose that that the sucrose the the fructose that's in there is actually carcinogenic to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sugar. But yet, uh, everybody cancer feeds that. on sugar. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so for our oral health, the best thing we can do is actually utilize xylitol um, to change the microbiome of bacteria in our mouth from the strep mutans that creates the acid that dissolves our teeth, which is how cavities form. Right. Um, but it's use toothpaste that has xylitol in it. Use mouthwash that has xylitol in it. Eat some xylitol candies or some xylitol gum a couple of times a day. You don't have to do it, you know, that often. If you're brushing your teeth and using mouthwash with xylitol in it, chewing a piece of gum once or twice a day is really all you have to do. And there's a variety of products out there. Hopefully, you're going to use Spry, of course, because we're the best. Um, But there's a variety of products out there that you can find. What you do want to make sure of, though, is that the toothpaste that you're using does not contain sorbitol, that it does not contain maltitol, that the gum you're chewing doesn't contain those, because that's what's used in most toothpaste to sweeten it so you enjoy it. But those are six carbon sugars. They feed the strep mutant. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, you they want don't to, create uh, the you, acid. Yeah, you, you have 100% feeding. of the xylitol toothpaste in your spry products. Correct. Right, okay. And but tell us... We, uh, we're, we use 100% xylitol. Yeah, that's good. Now, since you mentioned toothpaste, uh, Nathan, uh, tell us about the new Enamel Max. Uh, I saw that's a new toothpaste from Spry. I haven't gotten a tube yet, but I'm anxious to try it. Uh, how is that different from the regular Spry toothpaste? So, you know, that, so I'm trying to think of how to say this. Right? But, so let me, let me discuss fluoride for a minute there, because you, people, when you're looking at, and when dentists are talking about preventing tooth decay, they always come back to this fluoride, fluoride, get more fluoride, more fluoride, put it in your water, put it in your toothpaste, put it in varnish, put it in pills, all this fluoride. What fluoride does is it recrystallizes your enamel and makes it harder. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, 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 that's a given. The debate is whether or not putting it on our water supply is healthy, which I would actually argue that it is not. But putting it in toothpaste that you're spitting out, places where you're not taking it internally, right, right. Um, might be acceptable. But if you can find something else that remineralizes your enamel and causes it to be harder, then that would be better. And that's what the Enamel Max does. The trimetaphosphate, we have studies showing that using trimetaphosphate actually remineralizes your enamel about 36% stronger than what the fluoride would have Whoa, done. really? That's huge. Yeah. Huh. And those studies, all of these studies, they're on our webpage. You can go look at them. We even give you the backup data to it. Okay, so that's clear.com, X-L-E-A-R.com, is that right? And then forward slash science. Science, okay, good. Yeah, and, and, if, and if the backup data isn't available right there, just email us. We'll get you the backup data. We are not a pharmaceutical company where they hide the data from you. We will provide the data. Right, and you've um, yeah. And, oh. and so let me, but let me explain the difference now between when you're talking about xylitol and fluoride or trimetaphosphate, which remineralizes and makes your teeth stronger. Because we get dentists all the time, and it's and it's kind of sad, but the dentists say, "Well, I have fluoride. What do I need xylitol for?" Mm-hmm. And I really, I just say, "Hey, do you." 
when your house is on fire, do you send in the carpenter or do you send in the fireman? Mm. Because by just using fluoride or just using trimetaphosphate, just using something to make your tea stronger, that's like sending in the carpenter or the mason yeah. to go rebuild your house while it's still burning down. Mm -hmm. Because the fluoride, they don't get rid of the strep mutants. You have to, we have to start looking at tooth decay not as a structure function issue. Oh, my teeth have, or there's acid and it's demineralizing, so I have to remineralize it. We have to look at it as a bacterial infection because that's what it is. You have acid-creating bacteria living in your mouth that you don't want there. That's right. Address the bacterial infection. That's what xylitol does. Get rid of the bacteria that are producing the acid, and you're going to have stronger teeth naturally. But it's better to have strong teeth and no bacteria. Of course, both, uh, so that you don't have to take the, uh, the antidote from the poison or from uh, consuming the yeah. poison. Uh, uh, now, we just have two minutes left, so let me just get to a, quick, a few other quick points, if I could. You mentioned candy earlier, Nathan. Uh, with Halloween coming up, just a matter of days away, uh, we should mention that the Spry products, uh, you have the, the mints, the, the gums, the, you know, a lot of the alternatives to Halloween candy that you can give the trick-or-treaters uh, so that you can give them a treat and not trick them with more candy, more sugary things. And uh, I can't think of a better or a healthier stocking stuffer uh, in a few months for than for Christmas than uh, the Spry product line of xylitol products because they're easy to fit into any holiday sock. So we, I just want to plant that into we, people's yeah. minds. So We encourage people to do that. We have, I mean, that's all I give out at my house is Spry gum. I Good. just, you know, and, and we encourage our employees to do that. Uh, that's a much healthier thing to get out. Or, or if they uh, do uh, consume, uh, you know, indulge in the Halloween candy, have Spry gum available uh, after each of the, the indulgences uh, that the kids are do going. And, and by the way, I don't know if you've seen the study, but I, I saw actually more than one study where they found that more adults consume Halloween candy than uh, than kids. I mean, there's more consumption or a higher percentage of consumption of uh, Halloween candy that adults consume than, than uh, the ones that kids consume because, you know. Uh, well, I can, I can easily see that because I even go to work and yeah, you know, big bowls sitting there with big bowls of Halloween <laughs> candy and they're trying to be festive and I'm like, why are you pushing this crack cocaine on me? Yeah, right, right, exactly, crack cocaine. <laughs> that's the, yeah, Well, that's... I mean, I, I make that joke all the time. I mean, that's what I say to my, yeah. my kids' teachers. And, uh, you know, okay. when they're giving them out candy, I'm like, why don't you just give them crack cocaine? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to get people addicted to drugs yeah. here, but they have done studies showing okay. that sugar is addictive oh. in the same way that drugs Absolutely. Are. Hey, Nathan, we're out of time. Thank you so much. Give us the website one last time real quick, please www.clearxlear.com. All right. If you uh, want the studies, it's forward slash science. That's right. Thank you so much for being there, and we'll uh, talk to you next year. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Join us again next week, same time, same station. Until then, stay healthy. Aloha. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.